The last thing we were discussing was the severity of someone who has arrogance, the severity of someone who does zinut. And with that, we're going to start He'amud Aleph, third line in, the second word, where it says, How do we know there is a prohibition? How do we know that someone is not allowed to be arrogant? Listen carefully and do not uh, do not be haughty, do not be arrogant. The person uh, is raised, he, he feels arrogant, he feels high, and then uh, he forgets Hashem. And then it says you have to be careful not to forget Hashem, your God. Any place in the Torah where it says he shamer or pen or veal, it's coming to give you a lotase. So here you have a lotase to be careful not to forget Hashem by being arrogant. And Darash Rav Avira Zimnin Amala. Sometimes he said Mishemed Ravase. Zimnin Amala Mishemed Rabbi Call Adam Sheyesh Lo Bo Gasuta Ruach. Anyone who's arrogant, the soft mitmaet ends up becoming smaller. Sheneemar Romu Meat. The Darsha is if Romu, if you're arrogant, if you're high, you'll end up being Meat small. Mishemed Tomar Yeshno Baalam. But maybe he'll say he'll continue living. He won't be alive anymore. And if someone becomes humble, he ends up passing away at the right time, like Abraham Avinu. means to lower yourself, and then, like everyone else, they, they will pass away. Abraham, Yaakov. Who's kakol? It's talking about Rabbi Yaakov. It says the word kol by each one of them. By Abraham, it says by Yitzhak and by Yaakov, it says That's why in the we say bakol mikol kol. Now and if a person does not become humble, yimalu. They will break like the head of a husk. Okay, my uchrosh shibol. What does that mean? Like the head of the husk. So Rav Huna v'Rafasta had Amar. One explained kisasa de shibalta. It's like the scruff on top of the husk. Had Amar kishibolt atzman. One say like no, the actual the husk itself. You get it. According to the rabbi who holds like the scruff uh, around the, the husk. Now, that's why it says the head of the shibolet. But according to the one who holds, it's the, the husk itself. Why does it say the head of the shibolet? It's like a person who walks inside a field. The ones that are very high, that's the one that he plucks off, or that's the one that he cuts. But the person who is humble and low in spirit, the person who is low will be with me. The other rabbi says, Hashem says, I will lower myself, I will humble myself to be with him.
ומסתברה כמאן דאמר אני את דקה. And it sounds like it makes sense like the one who says that Hashem will lower himself to be with him. שערי הקדוש ברוך הוא הניח כל הרים וגבעות. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu dropped all the mountains and hills Veishra Shekhinato al Har Sinai Hashem put his Shekhinah on Har Sinai Velo Gaba Har Sinai Lemala And Har Sinai didn't go upwards towards Hashem Rather Hashem came down to the mountain And Amar of Yosef Le'olam yilmad adam idat kono Everyone should always learn from their creator HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shara HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hinih kol harim ugvaot Hashem left all the mountains and hills, Vesha Shekhinato al Har Sinai, and he put a Shekhinah on Har Sinai, Venih Kol Ilanotovot, and he left all the big trees, Vesha Shekhinato Basin, and he put a Shekhinah in a bush. And Amar Abil Azar, Kol Adam Sheesh Bogasut Aruah, Raoui Legadeo Kashara, anyone who is arrogant, really it's befitting to cut him like Avodazara tree. Because Ketiv HaChavietz Virame Akoma Geduim, those who are arrogant, who are high, they are cut off. Uchtivatam, it says by Avodazra trees, Vashirehem Tegadeon, you have to cut it. Vamaribil Azar, Kol Adam, Shiesh Bogasut, Rohanun was arrogance, En Afaro Ninar, his dusk, meaning his remains in, 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 the, in the grave. They will not. Uh, they will not mix. Meaning, they will not stir up. Meaning, they won't get up during tayatametim. Shneimar hakitzu veranenu shochene afar, because the pasuk says in Yeshaya that the, the those who are sleeping in the dust should stand, should wake up and they should sing. Shocheve beafar lo neimar doesn't say those who are sleeping in the dust. Ela shochene afar those who sleep in the afar. Whoever became a neighbor to the dust while he's alive, meaning those who were humble, they're going to get up during Tchayat HaMetim. The Hori, Hashem is paying for the, the, the Hori from far. And Darash Rav Avira, Vitemar Bil Azar, Bor Eshe Loki Midat Akash Bahum Midat Basar Vadam. Come see how Hashem is not like human beings. Midat Basar Vadam, human beings, Gavaro et a Gavoa, tall people see the tall, Vena Gavaro et a Shafel. But the tall people don't see the small people. About Midat Akash Bahu and Oken. Hashem is not like that. Why? Who Gavoa, he's tall, Vero et a Shafel, and he sees the, the low. Shine Markiram Hashem. Hashem is uh, big, Hashem is great, but he looks at the lowly. And Amarav Hazdavit, Amamor Okva, call Adam Shish Wogasut, Aruch, anyone who was holy, was arrogant. Amar Kalosh Baruchu, Hashem says about him, and Ani Vahui Cholim Nadur Valam, me and him cannot live in the world. Shinemar, Miloshni Baseter, Eo, Oto Atzmit, Gevah, Ainaim, Urhav, Lebab, Oto, Lo Uchal. The person who is so great, Hashem can't with him. Not uh, Hashem can't uh, deal with him. With him I can't. Meaning I can't live with him. Some bring this pasuk on those who speak Lashon It says from the language of Lashon, hidden language meaning Lashon that person Hashem will destroy. And Amar B. Alexanderi called them Shesh Bogasut Aruha. If a person is haughty, arrogant, even a little bit of wind disturbs him. It's like uh, the, the wicked are like, uh, like the sea, meaning you can't rest. 
Yeah, look at the the yam. Look how many rivets of water are in the in the ocean. Ruh a little bit of wind that moves it along. Adam she'en bo'el rivets ahat. Adam only has a quarter of blood in him, a quarter cup of blood in him, a quarter log of the blood. Alahat kama vekama. All the more so, a little bit of wind will disturb him. And Amar Barashe Amarav. Tamid Hakam Tamid Hakam has to have one eighth of an eighth of, of arrogance. And Amaravuna Bered of Yeshua Kisasa And it should crown him like the head of uh, the husk. And Amaraba Bishamta de Itbe Umshamta de Letbe. And uh, Rabbah explains that a Tamid Hakam who has arrogance should be excommunicated, and if he does not have arrogance, he should also be uh, excommunicated. Meaning, you have to have something, but not too much. And Amar of Nachman by Yitzhak, I don't want it, I don't want even a little bit of it. Mizutar dikhtiv be to'avat Hashem kol kebalev. What is it small, what's written in the Pasuk, that Hashem is disgusted by anyone who's arrogant? I don't need any of it. A person's tefillah is not listened to. Hashem doesn't hear his tefillah unless he makes himself, he puts his heart as if it's flesh, meaning no arrogance. All flesh should come and bow down, meaning you have to feel like flesh, meaning nothing. And Amar Bizera, Basar, Ketiv Be, Venirpa, Adam, by Basar, it says it shall be healed. By Adam, it doesn't say anything about it being healed. And although this is talking about Tzarat, but there's a message here, that when someone acts like Basar, he just flesh, then he'll heal. But if he acts like an Adam, he won't be healed. And Amar, he gave us Roshet Evot. Remember this, Adam is Roshet Evot, Efer, dust, damn blood. And Mara, which is bile, meaning that's all you're worth. Basar stands for busha, embarrassment. Seruha, it is uh, disgusting. Rima, worm. Anika Damren, some say that the sheen in Basar, the sheen in Basar is Sheol, is the grave. Dichtiv, Beshin, it's written with the sheen. Sheen, sheen, it could be mixed, it could be, uh, it could be switched up. So that's what it stands for, uh, because a person's going to end up in the grave. Anyone who has arrogance, at the end, he'll diminish. This is a type of, uh, of wounds by the Tzara'at. Seet is something that's picked up. Shinemar, all the hills and mountains that have been elevated. Sapahat is, is a language of something that it just gets added on to something. Shinemar, because Pasuk says, Add me on to, to, to one of the kehunot. One of the the the, the offices, so I could eat uh, the bread. So meaning, if someone is a seet, raises themselves, you end up being a nothing. But he has to be added onto stuff. And Amar Rabbi Shmuel Nevi, Baor E Kama Gedolim Nemuche Aruach Lefnei Kadosh Baruch Hu. Come see 
how great are the lowly in spirit in front of Hashem. When there's a person gives a korban ola, he gets a, the, the reward for giving korban ola minha. He gets the reward for giving a minha. If a person is lowly, he's humble, he's humble. The korban for Hashem is a is a broken spirit. Not only that, his tefillah is not disgusted. A broken heart, a low spirit, Elohim Hashem will never be disgusted from it. Anyone who measures, who takes care of his ways in this world, ends up seeing the salvation of Hakadosh Elohim. Person who puts his path, I'll show him the salvation of Hashem. Vesam, not the person who puts, rather a person who uh, measures or praises his path, his ways in the Torah mitzvot. The Mishnah said, Ketzad How does a husband warn his wife? He tells her in front of two people, Don't speak with this person. And she spoke, she's still mutar. Uh, this entire Mishnah is contradictory. Uh, we're not understanding. In the beginning, Amart, you said, the Tanakhama said that don't speak with this person. Almas, what I understand. Dibur is Setirau, that speaking to this person is considered seclusion. But then you said, if she just spoke with the man, she's allowed to come back home, she's allowed to be with her husband, she's allowed to eat her, she's not a sota. So you understood that the speaking is nothing. So this is what the Mishnah was trying to say. Meaning it's missing words and this is the way to say it. If he told don't speak with the guy and she spoke with him, don't speak to him, and then she secluded herself. Nothing. If you told do not seclude yourself with this person, and she spoke with him. She's still allowed to go back home, be with her husband. She's allowed to eat ruma, not a problem. Again, telling her not to speak to him is nothing. Telling her not to seclude, she has to actually seclude herself. Therefore, if she was with them in seclusion, she was there enough time to do Tum'ah, at that point, she's not allowed to be with her husband again, and she's not allowed to eat Terumah again. Next, we learned in the Mishnah that once she is now considered a Sotah, if her husband died, if if they have no kids, then she only does a halitza not a yibum. That means she cannot marry her husband's brother. Am I? Why? Let her be mitiabem. What's the problem? So Amar of Yosef, Amar kira, because the pasuk says about a woman who is divorced by her husband, she leaves his house, she goes to the next person's house. She goes to a different person and not to the Yabam. And we're understanding the Pasuk that if he found something disgusting in her and she left his house, whether it's through divorce or not, at that point, she could only marry an Isha and not her husband's brother.
the brother is not considered Ishahir, he's considered just a continuation of his brother. So the Gemara asks, If that's the case, she shouldn't need a Halitza either. Meaning she's not, uh, she shouldn't have no connection with the, with the brother. So Amadir of Yosef explained, If the husband was alive, she would still need a get, right? There's some sort of connection. They're not allowed to be together, but she would still need a get. So same thing right now. She would need a Halitza. Now, and some say, Amar of Yosef, the, uh, Pasuk said she leaves her husband's house and she goes to someone else. The reason we're sending her out is because he doesn't want to ruin his home. A woman who uh, is with other people, she's spending money on other people and it's not on the house. The Torah said to get them divorced and you're telling them uh, to, to have a yibum to continue this? Or like Rabbeinu Hanan El in the Tosfot so eloquently puts it, the Torah says, Asher lo bet He has to build his brother's home. How are we building this? The house is already destroyed. So, Okay, if that's the case, Let her get punished and she should be as with everyone. So she don't destroy the other person's house too. So Amadir of Yosef told Abaye, this is only in, in regards to Yibum, because if someone else wants to marry her, Mikaramina and La Ale are we forcing? No. Over here with the brother, the Torah sort of connected them together. So, okay, we're going to tell you, okay, do the Halitza so you're not together. We'll step in. But with uh, with the case, uh, if someone else wants to marry her, we can't we can't stop it. We're not forcing it. If he wants to marry her, go ahead. Now, some say that Rav Yosef said that the the reason that a, a sota whose husband died, she should not get a yibum, is just a simple logic. The pasuk said, whoever marries her from here on out, an aher. Because the second guy cannot be anything having to do with the first one. This person is throwing out someone who's wicked from his house, and the other guy, the new guy, is bringing her in. You want to say they should get Yibum, we should force this on someone else? And if that's the logic, then he said, if she married someone else and she, and she and he dies without any children, she shouldn't get the ibum to someone else. Why the katuv kera o aher? Because for the same reason, because the new brother, why should he get a rasha? Once upon a time, this lady has been divorced because she did something wicked. So like Mark explains, you have to say, with the second husband, at least she had a good name, and therefore there could be a yibum. Could be she did teshuvah, could be she didn't do a znut under the new husband, and therefore if he's meabemer, he's not considered an aher. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam, amen ve'amen.